Hey guys, welcome to The Scoop, where we have real locker room talk with real athletes and coaches. I'm Perfect Purvis, and joining me is the owner of Athletes Forum, Jamal Clay, as well as today's guest athlete, Jadrian Clark. And before we even get started, we like to, you know, give Jadrian his roses at the beginning of Pass the him show. Out. Yeah, Pass him so out. what we're going to do is we're going to go through Jadrian Clark's resume. Let's talk about Jadrian Clark if you don't know him, okay? This guy played at Weber State University. Am I saying it right with Weber State? That's correct, okay. yeah. I know it's, it's a good school. I've seen it everywhere, but I've, I've never pronounced it before. He's played in both Germany and Austria in top leagues, GFL 2, GFL 1, as well as AFL in Austria. In his career, his short career, this guy has only played, what, four seasons? Three and three games in, in Austria. Yeah. He has 12,000 yeah. passing yards. And that's not a typo. I did the math. I went and searched the league <laughs> for damn near 4,000 yards every year. Uh, he has 190 total touchdowns. That's including his rushing touchdowns because this guy got wheels. Okay, the 2020 Austrian League champion went over to Vienna, got a ship back in Germany. Three-time GFL passing leader, three-time German division champion. He has won the GFL 1 North Division and South Division. And the GFL 2 South Division, right? With Kirchdorf. Just make sure yeah, I'm correct. getting it right. All right. Uh, he has over <laughs> a thousand rushing yards in his career. Like I said, he got wheels. Interesting stat. This guy has a 64% career completion rate. Like he's completing passes at 64% of the time. That's insane. That's nuts. Because you can't That's always nuts. be like on a good team or you can't know what your receivers and defense are going to be like. That's a really high percentage in the highest leagues in Europe. Like that's where this guy is. He's not just dinking and dunking either. Obviously the 12,000 passing yards, he's pushing yeah, yeah. the ball down the field. He's putting in work. Oh, I mean, he's the 190 touchdowns. That's what you got to look at. That's in four years. He's averaging almost 50 passing touchdowns of the season on like a 16 game season out there in Germany. Like, dude's putting, he putting up numbers, numbers I tell you. Also 2018, he had a GFL semifinals appearance. 2019, went to the German Bowl. 2018, GFL All-Star selection. 2017, GFL promotion winner. He's the reason Kirchdorf got into the GFL one. And last thing I will say, about Jadrian Clark is in his career, he has one reception for 13 yards. He does it all. He even <laughs> catches pass. I thought that stat was, was really nice. If you don't know the guy, he started with Kirchdorf Wildcats. Are they Wildcats? Yeah, yep. Kirchdorf, Tom and Jerry is what I like to call them. Then he moved his way up to the New Yorker Lions and played with Slater's <laughs> Hall for two seasons. 2020 got cut short. He goes to Vienna, plays with Dacia Vikings, wins championship. And now he will be playing for the Hamburg Sea Devils in the inaugural ELF season. Did I get it right? Did I get it all right? Yeah, man, that was a lot of info. I appreciate uh, all the kind words by you guys both. I've uh, been around a few different places and now I'm excited to be in Hamburg. That's awesome, man. So we're going to jump right into it as we always do. And first topic that we want to talk about today is... Why do some imports fail to have success in Europe? And we really want to get your feedback on this, Jadrian, because you have had success in the three or four seasons that you've played, four, four seasons, four years pretty much. You've continually, you know, added more success to your resume. 
but we have seen a lot of guys who haven't been able to have that success. There's been a lot of guys coming and going every year with you being able to, you know, have the roadmap to it. Why do you think some imports don't have success when they come to Europe to play football? Well, I think that guys coming over to Europe have to first and foremost come with the right mindset. It's a different culture. It's a different setup. Your, your living circumstances are going to change. The, the sport itself is even a little bit different. Practicing times are different. Everything is different, even though it's still the same sport. So if you don't come with the right mindset and the ability to kind of just adapt and, and go and change, you're going to run into some problems and, and maybe rub some people the wrong way or, you know, maybe have a bad attitude about some of the things that you think aren't quite up to the standard and, and level that you were used to in the States. So if, first and foremost, I think that's, you just got to come with the right mindset. And then also you, you got to come over here understanding that it's not, at least in the past, I think in the future it's headed this way, but in the past it hasn't been completely professionalized. And you kind of just have to understand what that is, that what you're getting into. And your job is, is more than to just come over here and, and ball out. You also have to be a good teammate and help grow the youth team as well as even some of your teammates and, and help them improve day in and day out of practice. So. I think those are the two biggest things that you have to do to, to find success over here. What are your thoughts on yeah. it? Paul? Yeah. And I think managing your expectations when you come over here, like you're not going to come over here and think you're going to reinvent the wheel or you got to teach things to players that, you know, may have worked for you. Cause what may have worked for you may not have worked for them essentially. So I think it's managing your expectations and, you know, coming in with an open mindset, like, all right, like, yeah, I'm coming to play football, but like, you don't really know what you're getting yourself into until you until you actually come over here and you're experiencing it firsthand. Yes. So I'd say managing the expectations is definitely the, the top priority when you're coming over here. Because again, it's, it's not college. It's not you know what we played in uh, in the states. So things got to be different. And I mentioned before, like your first practice may be in the horse barn. Like you just don't know what you're getting yourself into. I've seen a lot of different types come out here. I mean, myself included. Guys will come out here and like like you said, Jamal, they don't they don't know what to expect. And similar to what you said, Jadrian, they get out here and they're told like you gotta do this, you gotta do this. And some guys, you know, they get out here and they're like, Oh, you want me to coach youth? Love it. That's in my wheelhouse. And you got some guys, I mean, myself included. Anytime so a team told me coach youth, I was like, is there another way? Can I go clean some stalls? Or something? <laughs> like that wasn't my that wasn't my deal. Like yeah. I had a team when I was in Finland. Instead of coaching the youth, I was the uh, the game announcer for the women's team. Like that was more something that I could do. You know, mixing the, the tunes and talking a little bit about who on the field. But you know, teaching the, the small kids from another country, it wasn't my thing. But you have guys who come out here, and I guess what we're talking about is the guys that don't have success are the guys who don't adapt. And when I say success, I'm not even talking about, you know, going back home. I'm talking about guys who come out here, stay out here, and still don't have success. Like you have guys who will come out here and say, oh, I want to live in Europe, but I don't want to, you know, adapt to my surroundings. I don't want to do what teams want me to do. So, you know, I'm going to play on a different team every year for a shitty amount of money in hopes that it gives me a come up, even though I'm not worth anything and I'm I'm losing value every year because I'm I'm getting a reputation. And you know, those guys that are continually to fail like that, they hurt the sport. They make it hard for the Jadrian Clarks of the world to, you know, keep succeeding. Yeah. I mean, they're they're what's that's your biggest competition is that every year there's gonna be some guy that He's in the same position. He can help the sport move forward, but instead he decides to be selfish and do his own thing. And now we have a black eye sitting right there. 
And I'm what I'm talking about, guys, is these are guys who are in Europe. Like, this isn't people that get sent home. Like, there's people that are actively, you know, playing on teams, getting contracts, and continually to, to slow down the growth of the sport because they refuse to get on board with what needs to be done by players in this sport, in this realm, you know? I think just feeling out what you're saying is that, like, another reason why imports or, yeah, imports in general, why they, why they fail in Europe is because, like, they either coming over thinking it's, all right, I'm going to use this opportunity to get wherever to the next level. And again, they're not managing their expectations or they don't take it serious. And, you know, you come over and you don't take it serious, then the club will send you home, like with no yeah. with no hesitation. So it, this is not, I mean, granted, it's, a, it's an awesome experience. It's an awesome opportunity. But at the end of the day, you're also here to, to work and you have a job. And if you're not performing, the club will shoot your ass right back to, to, to where you came from. As you guys were both talking, something else came to my mind, too, just to carry on with what you guys are saying. And I think even I struggled with this my first year, and I've gotten a lot better at it, is you go through high school and college football and you have all this structure. You have your whole day set up for you. Yeah. You have you got to be here, this and that, and then you get over here and it's like, figure it out. And that's kind of hard, right? Like, to be yeah. told – you got practice twice a week. Everything else is on you. Here's a gym card. Here's your transportation <laughs> card or bike or car. Figure it out. It's like, whoa, do you want to lay in bed and watch Netflix all day? Do you want to go and get extra work yeah. in? Do you want to wake up, stay up all night and talk to people back home? There's so many different ways that you can spend your time. And I think what's allowed me to have some success is about midway through my first year, I had some good roommates and we started getting on a better schedule of, okay, we're going to wake up at this time. We're going to have breakfast. We're going to go to the gym. And I think having forcing myself to create my own structure is what's allowed me to have my success. And I think some guys fail to do that. And that might be part of why they don't succeed. And feeding off what you're saying, people may not know in, in, uh, in Europe is that like when you're in college in the States and you're playing a collegiate sport, like literally from the first day you step on campus to the day you leave, every single day is planned for you. Whether, whether you know it or not, every single day is planned for you. So JJ, like you're saying, when you come over and it's like, all right, you know, this is your job. At the same time, you got to do what you got to do, but everything else is on you in terms of free time. It's like, oh, shit. Like, what time do I want to go to the gym? Do I want to sleep in? Like, do I want to go out? Like, you're a professional, so to say, so you got to be able to manage your time correctly. So just yeah. that's, that's not what you were saying, JJ. Time management. That's yeah. something that I know you yeah. you guys probably just like me. Time management is the first thing your academic advisor told you when you got in college was that, yeah, you're going to have to play yeah. football all these yeah. hours and wake your ass up and go to this 8 a.m. class. Or don't schedule yeah. coffee at this time because you're going to want to rest. And you're going to have to figure out a way that even though you have to lift weights on Sunday, you also have to study for a test. Time management. My coaches were constantly telling me time management, time management, time management throughout college. And then you get over here in Europe, it's the same thing. It's just you don't have that support system. You don't have someone sitting on you yeah. every day saying, manage your time, get your grades. No, they're doing their thing because these guys have jobs, have wives, have a life themselves. So they're not going to sit there and tell you every day what to do. And what I'm really trying to harp on here is the bums out here that are failing <laughs> because they get on a team, they're really good. And they're like, okay, well, you know, I don't have to work out as much as I used to because, you know, I'm in Europe now. And then the next year they're not as good. And then they're like, well, why am I not getting the looks? Why am I not getting the perks that I should be because I'm this yeah. caliber? You know, when I first came to Europe, I played with a guy who was a, a stud, like in his heyday. 
but he was on the tail end of his career. And this guy, he would sit at home, eat whatever food, watch movies, play video games all day, go to practice, sometimes practice, sometimes not. And then when us younger guys who were working out three or four times a day, going to practice, taking care of our bodies, when we started, you know, bagging on like, hey, dude, you're not, your stats aren't worth what you're making, he had a problem. I mean, we actually got into a physical altercation over it, and that's fine. But that's the way that it's been going is that guys get over here and get too comfortable. And it's it might not be college. It might not be the NFL. But I promise you, there is still someone looking to take your spot every yeah. day. Every rep you don't do, every time you decide, you know what, I'm a Netflix and chill because – I'm in this country, I'm in that country. There's some little dude on the other side of the water getting reps to take your spot. Yeah. And the fact that some people get so comfortable with the life here, you know, it's Europe. There's a lot of great things you can do outside of football, blase, blase. Get too comfortable if you want to. You won't be here that long. Or if you are here, you're constantly going from team to team trying to get an opportunity because you're losing value instead of creating it. You know, some guys... Get, are getting better. Like I said, you know, the J.J. and Clarks of the world, you know, continually going up, getting better every year. And just, you know, a little tidbit, I, I, I did research sure. his stats. You know, his first year here, he threw for like 50-something touchdowns, a little bit under 4,000. Then the next year went up to like 40, to 40-something touchdowns, threw over 4K, and then added an extra three or 400 yards rushing. And that was him going from GFL 2 yeah. to GFL 1. So what he did was he got a team promoted to the top league, and then the next year came <laughs> back even stronger. That's what yeah. you have to do. Yeah. And we have guys that don't want to do that. And these guys are failing, and they're bringing down the sport. I'm sorry. I'm running on a tangent because I know some of these bums. Oh, yeah. And I hope they're listening. <laughs> you, know who I, you know who I'm talking to, or you're listening to it. So you know, it is what it is. Sorry. Y'all go ahead. I'm, I'm going to calm down. Nah, I think just – you know, before ending the things, I just want to follow with Jadrian is like, for someone who's, with your resume, you've been on some of the top teams in Europe over there. So I guess my question to you is, you know, from team to team and basically what you've seen, you're someone who has seen success. You haven't really failed, but in those teams that you've been on, you know, how have you been able to adjust? Because obviously every organization is different in how they run certain things. For you, how have you been able to yeah. adjust making those transitions uh, to those teams? Yeah, that's that's a really another really good question. I think Coach Dasher, the the head coach of Hamburg Sea Devils, when he came in, one of his first things he told us in the first team meeting really resonated with me, and I guess I've always felt this way too. I just never verbalized it. And what he said was, he's he's coaching NFL, he's coached high school football, he's coached college football, and now he's coaching in Europe. And his big thing is wherever he is, he's not changing. He's going to be the same guy regardless. And he's going to coach at the same level. He's going to force his environment to adapt to him. He's not going to adapt to his environment. And that's kind of been my mentality too. Like when I got to, to Kirkdorf from day one, I looked the head coach in the eye and I said, we're going to win GFL two. We're going to GFL one. And he's kind of like, you know, uh, we're just going to try and do our best to, you know, win as many games as we can. And it's like, no, if I'm here, I'm going to give it everything I got. Yeah. Some of those guys, thought I was a little bit crazy, you know, with my work ethic and the way that I was demanding if they run a wrong route, we're going to do it again. We're going to be here all night until we get it correct. I would just recommend to other Americans to, you know, be yourself. If that means maybe rubbing some people the wrong way because you you expect certain things out of them and they're not willing to do it, then, then so be it. We all know what it takes to be successful in football. And that's 
hard work and, and there's no substitute for that. Going to different teams, I think, as you said, it's totally run differently in different organizations and you do have to adapt in some ways of maybe how you manage different personalities. Me being a quarterback, having to be a leader in that role too is even more so that's important. But yeah, just be yourself and don't adapt to just because no one's telling you what to do, being lazy, just because people are content with running a bad route and, and whatever happens, happens. No, that's BS. We come from an environment that doesn't accept that. Don't accept it here and you'll, you'll have success. Have you checked out Kano's Ready to Wear collection? It's Kano's top-notch quality, but it's team wear made custom for you and your team so you can rep your squad now. All right, that's it for us today on The Scoop. Keeping the locker room talk real, as always. I just want to thank our guest, Jadrian Clark, for coming on today, man. It's really good to talk to you again and kick it and, you know, talk football as we usually do and also talk life here on the show. We really appreciate you coming on and doing this for us. You know, you're a busy man, you know, about to be in the ELF and become, you know, too big for everybody. But we do appreciate you <laughs> taking the time today. Just want to say to you, man, Whatever you got going, just know that here on Scoop, like we're going to support you, man. Whatever you're doing, I know you do a lot of the traveling. I know you've blogged at different times. So if there's anything like that that you're doing that you need, you know, a little support from, hit us up. We were talking about this before the show. You know, I got a little bit into graphic design. You need a logo? I got you, man. It's no problem. But we just want to let you know that we support you and we appreciate you giving us this time. And we also want to make sure that you know that you have our support. All right. Thank you, man. Uh, the feeling is mutual. I, I love what you guys are doing for the sport over here. And you guys are both really good dudes. It was a pleasure to talk to you guys. Jamal, on you. Well, most definitely, bro. Sorry, it was, it was a little delay, but, you know, oh, yeah. second everything that Purvis said, we appreciate the time. Any shout outs you want to give or talk about anything you got coming up before we, uh, before we head out? June 20th, man. Big, big game. Uh, <laughs> Hamburg versus Frankfurt to kick it off. Already sold It'll be out. on TV. If yeah, it's going to be big. I'm excited. All right, last thing I'm going to say before we get out of here. If you're on that cryptocurrency, keep doing your thing. And that's what everybody's doing, right? Cryptocurrency. Dogecoin to the moon. Yeah, there you go. Dogecoin to the moon. You see, you got to stay on uh -huh. what's happening. <laughs> All right. So thanks for watching the show. Thanks for watching it on YouTube or listening to it on the podcast channel. Be sure to subscribe to Athletes Forum on YouTube or to American Football in Finland on a podcast network. It's over 25 different outlets. Whatever podcast you listen to, you can get the scoop, okay? And you can get this every week on Wednesdays. Make sure you subscribe to either YouTube or podcast. And then also you can follow us on Twitter at the scoop AF. We're building, you know, a little Twitter following. Tweet at us, you know, yeah. say something. Instagram, you can follow Athletes Forum. And on Facebook, you also follow Athletes Forum because that's where the scoop will be promoted and that's where everything is held, okay? And by following all these channels, you have a chance to win Teamwork Swag provided by our sponsors at KNOAA. So be sure to, you know, follow directions in the bottom of the video on YouTube or in the description of the podcast. And you could be one of those lucky winners to win some free stuff. Everybody loves free stuff, right? So you guys love free stuff. free stuff. Yeah. All right. And that's it for us today. And we'll see you next time, guys.